Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team it is january 21st philly's caravan i mean you got philly's players in here it is colder than hell i can feel spring training coming on i got roman quinn coming up next right here on pine tar for breakfast What up? And here we are recording a podcast at Citizens Bank Park. And I got Roman Quinn here with me. What's good, my brother? I always like, wanted to be on a podcast like this. this what is, do you think? This is amazing, right? This is big time, man. Nice view from the field right here. See how easy it is? See how easy the game is? There's like ants out there, but that's fine. I mean, the, <laughs> the game is so easy from up here. It definitely looks like it is, man. You can see the whole field from here. So this what's crazy? What's crazy for me is like you go to, you know, growing up, you go to games or whatever, and then you you get to a stadium and it's like that feeling you always get, right? Most and definitely. you're a little kid. Most definitely. This uh, is the first time you've seen the field from up here. Yeah. First time I've seen the field from up here. When I first walked in, I was like, yo, this, right? this is a nice view, man. And it, what's incredible is... <laughs> downtown the skyline that you get from up here you're like, this is ridiculous <laughs> this, is, this is the best seat in the house for sure we are 30 cranes short of washington dc or uh petco park because i mean you've turned around and you've seen that's all they have out there is cranes yeah. like this, <laughs> this this is just fine yeah this is beautiful so what's up man i'm just living life brother uh chasing the kids around uh yeah man getting ready for spring training. what are the ages again uh my daughter's five and my son's about to be one next month you don't believe in the terrible twos, do you? Do you uh, believe terrible fours? I believe terrible. I do believe in like the terrible twos. Oh, you do? I do. Uh, my daughter was a smooth selling. Uh, she's the most gentle <laughs> baby I've ever been around. She's sweet. Uh, then my son came out and it's completely different. He's aggressive. My wife can't hold him for like more than two seconds because he's trying to. So he's you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's you. Minus the fact that like you're as, as quiet as could be. But you're like you're just an assassin, and so I, I love that because my daughter's me. Yeah, she's like my my wife's twin. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to energy and everything, she's just like she's got to go, got to go, got to go, got to go. Yeah, kids are amazing, man. It's amazing what they pick up, and and you see yourself in them all the time with different things that they do, whether it's they the way they walk or the way they talk about different things, and uh, it's a beautiful thing. Let me ask you this because uh, you know 
with, with your daughter especially she being five mm -hmm. she's seen a lot already mm -hmm. you know as far as you and and do you find like whether it's going up and down whether it's getting hurt can you sense that she's starting to understand that like and and, and seeing you know like just that maybe disappointment on your face yeah uh see that's the thing once i once i'm at the field i i vent i vent pretty much they uh you know in my lane pretty much like i try to you know separate the two mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i I leave whatever's happening at the field at the field, and once I go home, what's that like? Uh, I, 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 I completely like switch it off, and uh, it's something. It's something like I don't even let show, so she doesn't know whether I'm hurt or not, and uh, that's how, how I'm trying to keep it. I, I think that's crazy because like, uh, there's always disappointment in life, yeah, and sure. and there's always there's always the good parts too, sure. and so they get to you want them to experience that. You you almost shield them from that, but. And, and not bringing in like you're a little kid on this, but like, what have you learned in the last couple of years, like about yourself? Because there's, there's been a lot of trials and tribulations for yourself. It's been a lot of trials and tribulations, man. A lot of ups and downs, uh, mo mostly with the injuries. Um, I have yet to be able to get in uh, a full season rhythm. You know what I mean? Like some people hit their rhythm early in the season. <laughs> some people hit it late in the season. And, and mine's always kind of been like, all right, hurt. Oh, let me try to find the rhythm again something else happened let me try to find it so I, that's that's the biggest thing that i learned man is just to have a routine and uh just go out there and give it all i have man just leave it all out and whatever happens after that happens you know what i mean as long as i play the game hard and go about my business the right way then uh, that's that's all i can control are you tired of coming up with new routines every off season trying you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. instead and, of just going home and being like this worked yeah and that's the thing right what I, honestly, we, 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 we don't know what works for you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, whether it's your diet, whether it's your the way you're training, and the way the, your flexibility, mobility, whatever it is, um, you try it all. You try it all, and something still happens. So what do you do now? And uh, I think it's just all a mindset, man. Put myself in uh, uh, certain situations and, you know, be smart about on some of the decisions that i make and uh just try to find the best time to recover is the, is the biggest thing you ever you ever laugh though like and you gotta go you have to at some point be like look i had a football scholarship to play at florida state yeah. uh i got crushed by calvin Pryor, right i mean yeah. they, they, that, that he changed your he, he changed your world on that whole thing he changed my world and you're playing baseball and you continue to get hurt you're like i chose the right sport yeah, like this is supposed yeah, most, to be. Definitely, most definitely and uh it's just it's definitely frustrating man it's definitely like Okay, like last the last injury that I had, the growing the growing injuries I had running down the first, mm -hmm. I was finally starting to find a rhythm. I finally found my rhythm. I was feeling I was feeling great. Then like that play happens, and I'm like, dog, not again. Yeah, you know? like like when come does, on, when does this ever stop? And uh, I just I just had the mindset, just man, like this this is gonna be the year. For I, sure. I I think it, it sucks because we had it on on the radio, but like I said, uh, like right as it happened, I was like uncle, yeah. like for this guy because. It, I bring these up because you and I go back, I want to say 2011 or 2012. Yeah, 2000. I think and, it was like and it was, we 12. were Achilles brothers yeah. on the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And and I would go down and talk to you. And, and I just remember just seeing no 25-year-old in my in my mind should ever tailor Achilles. That was me. Yeah. You're what, 18, 19 when you did it? I was 19. You were 19. 19. And there was a connection I always had with you. And I'm like, because you always had this smile on your face yeah. and that i think when i was going through it the smile got ripped away from me yeah. a little bit right yeah never did with you yeah uh why i just, I just approach things differently man um 
I I give my time. I I give my my myself time to feel bad for myself like a couple of days. Then after that, I gotta re 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 like you know re-energize myself. Go about it a different way. Stay passionate about because at the end of the day, I know I know I want to be in the big leagues. I know I want to play in the big leagues for a while. So I try to find like a different perspective on things, man, and uh, and just live life, man. Who's that come from? Uh, it comes from my dad for sure. My dad is exactly like that. Um, no matter what he has been through, and he had a tough, he had a uh, tough upbringing. And no matter what he's been through, he always smiled. Man, was always nice and calm, and that's something uh, I, I always took. I always took um, took from him. And see, like I get my competitive side. My both my parents, coaches, teachers. So I I saw them both be competitive. I saw my mom on a tennis court, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. like i'm her yeah. right and then like my dad it's like I, I i know how to like so it's cool to hear that um okay so, so let's switch over to the positive side not talking about injury anymore it's 2020 mm -hmm. and you're going down to spring training you and adam hazley basically that's that that's center field mm -hmm. um great teams have great chemistry how do you keep that chemistry with you and adam knowing that you're competing for the same you know what I mean? right right yeah. i'm not trying to yeah well, um, I, man, honestly, I've been I've been pretty much competing with uh, <laughs> a lot of people my whole life, and I've been competing like every spring training, man. And uh, I I don't look at it as you know, I I I love Adam Hazley, man. He's a good. He's a he's a great dude, man. Um, he's he plays the game the right way. He plays the game. He plays the game hard, and uh, and there's nothing against. There's nothing against Hazley. It's just no. man, you know how you know how baseball Absolutely. is business, man, and. And we, I think we both look at it as that way, as a chance to, you know, have the stars in the field. That's something we all dreamed of, right? So why not go after it? And uh, I think we respect each other in that type of way. The chance and opportunity to play in between Andrew McCutcheon and Bryce Harper. Yeah. Like you had it a little bit last year before you got, you know, initially hurt. Yeah, two, two MVPs. Two MVPs, right? man. And that's, that's amazing, ain't it? How weird is it, though? Like, not, I'm not going to say weird, okay? Yeah. So how crazy is it, though? They do it in two different ways. Yeah. Right, they, I mean, like, Kutch, I hate the word swag, yeah, because I think it's overused. Yeah, it is definitely overused. That dude has so much swag; it's unbelievable. He, does, he has, uh, <laughs> I, I like to call it confidence, man. He has a lot of confidence that, and in himself, and as he should, man. He's a great, great player, great human being, great uh, human. See, that's great, the that's the part. Great teammate, and. Just being around him, man, makes you want to be better. You know what I mean? Because you see, all right, I got I got cuts over there, so I know I know he's gonna do his job. I got Harper right there, I know for sure, and he's gonna do his job, and it makes just make everything else easy on me. I can't remember the first time I played against Andrew, but like, I was I was playing second base, I was playing for the Giants, so it had been like oh nine or mm -hmm. something like that. I feel the ground ball, and I'm at second. Mm -hmm. I take one like, and I'm watching this guy run down the line because. It is the smoothest run. Like yeah. he's like he's floating, and I'm going, oh my god, I got to get rid of it. And I I almost let him beat it out. Not you know what I mean? Because I was I was like I'm like, damn, that's smooth. Like how but is he, that possible? But he's moving. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, just it's like to, perfect form. Just to see him in a batter, batter's box and on the field is like. Man, the game shouldn't be that easy, right? <laughs> like you shouldn't feel that comfortable. Like some of the takes that he did, you're like, wait, what? That was a nasty pitch. <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I would have definitely swung at that. <laughs> how many? Okay, so how many times last year, like when he would, you know, he would pimp his walk, he would just do the the, the bat flip. He bat flips, walks. He, he does. He does. <laughs> did you go, man? I would love to do that, right? 
I would, I, I would was love like, just to walk. I was like, man, I would love to take, <laughs> I would just to love to take the pictures, the pictures the way he takes them. Man. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, it'd be borderline pitches, and it'd be really good pitches that, like, the pitchers, I know he, the pitchers agitated so over that. Mad. Man, because, like, yo, that is a really good pitch. And from, like, Ben Harper's standpoint, man, just the playing side of him, man, is, is, is crazy. He's, He's really good. I remember, I forgot who he was playing. You might remember who he was playing, but it was a ball hitting the gap. And I'm yelling, two, two, two. Mm-hmm. And he holds it. Mm-hmm. Third, I think it was maybe the Nationals. It was, it was against the Nationals here. I think it was maybe the Nationals. And he holds it at third. And I was like, no, my bad. <laughs> You're like, bro, sorry, my bad. I, I was saying three. I totally said uh, it. Yeah, you, you didn't hear that, did but, you? <laughs> you, know what, you know what's incredible, though? So, like, I, I, I've known him for a while. Yeah. Loved him, yeah. and I and I've brought that out here on the air. And I'm like, I I think there was two separate worlds. Like before he would show up in in Washington, and his locker was right next to mine. We would talk, and it was like, dude, this guy's like, you know, he's yeah. a superstar. But like, then then guys would show up, and and I feel like the way the Nationals had brought him up, he he felt like he had to button up, and it was like it was too serious. Yeah. Impressions of Bryce, just in general, like personality. He, he's he's all about you guys. Yeah, he's a great guy, man. One of the he, he he's a great teammate as well. One of the best teammates I've been around for sure. And and that's I think there's people just get their own perspective of him, man. Like not even knowing him, they they just <laughs> all of a sudden like, like they oh, judge him. Oh, Herber, I, know, yeah. I, I know him. So he's, he looks. I'm like, nah, nah you don't. Because I get the question a lot. How is it like playing with Bryce Harper? I was like, he's a great dude. Man. One of the best teammates I've ever been around. They like really. Yeah, man. Like, why? Don't judge a book by his cover, bro. You don't even know him. You talking like you might know him just because you watch watch him on the TV screen, but you don't know this dude, man. He, he lives a regular life. He's a he's a great dude, great father, great husband. So he's a foodie. Yeah, like that's what like exactly. That's what you're like. Yeah. How many foodies do you know? Like, think they're wait. Well, you know that comes yeah. in the chef guard. Yeah, for sure. But but <laughs> but but you look at Bryce and you look at you know. The career and you you think like 19 years old you're in williamsport 19 years old he's in the big leagues yeah. you know and, and then to see where he's he's gone the energy that goes by him right and, mm-hmm. and surrounds him like the the vibe at every stadium what's it like it's it's fun it's actually fun the way he handles it all huh. man. he takes it all in and um if he gets you at at, at your stadium he, he's gonna let you know about it you know what i mean and as he should and uh I'm I'm glad to be one of his teammates, man. He's a, he's a great player, great person. And uh, look, that whole thing, let the kids play. Yeah, gotta let them play, right? Yeah. I mean, he 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 lets it play. Like he he's not a kid, but he lets it. What, what what's your take on that? I think I think they should play, man. Like let us let us play. And uh, if you if you if you if you feel like you got somebody, you should let them know. If if you strike me out, then you you should let me know. You know what I mean? It's no hard feelings, man. We all been competitive. We all have a. So fun. you like the Chris Archer like. You know, like moonwalk. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but oh man, no, because I mean, there's so many things that go on. Like Tim Anderson last year, like yeah. I thought crossed the line, yeah, because like he did the big poppy, right? He looked back at the at the dugout, flipped his bat, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, like okay, if you have over a hundred homers, now we're start talking. Yeah. Like I love the bat flip in yeah. the moment, not yeah. in the fourth inning, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Brad Keller, the pitcher, drills him right in the butt, like perfect, right? That's exactly how you would. I, I'm not going to say teach, but if if you want to get after someone, yeah, that's that's how you. So as far as okay, if you if you were to uh, uh, pimp a home run or or whatnot, pitcher decides and he hits you like right in the butt. Are you mad? No, I, I'm not mad. I'm. I, I think like 
okay, you know, you know how the adrenaline goes on. Oh. Like, like you hit a home run and you know you got it. Like, I hit one on the second deck. The bat landed like three rows into that's, the bleachers. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, you don't even know. You like, you like not even thinking at that point. So it just happens. Everything just happens, man. And it's one of those moments. You like, oh my god, I just got it. Uh, you know, <laughs> then you throw the bat and you like run around the bases. Then you like, all right, yeah, I'm, <laughs> he's a little pissed, but it, you know, I mean, I already did it. So it's one of those things. Then like. Then you hit me, you hit me. You know what I mean? It's part of it, man. It's part of the game, and that's why I love baseball. All right, so more more guys that you guys get this year, and then you get Zach Wheeler, and you get a guy named Didi Gregorius. Mm-hmm. You've played against, you've seen him. I mean, we we all know what he brings, but I, I I think when you when you look at things, the catcher they always talk about why they make great managers oh because he sees everything. I'm like whatever. That's that, he, so does the center fielder. Yeah, yeah, for sure, right. So you get to see this guy, you know, shortstops, and you got now three shortstops on that infield. Mm-hmm. Playing against Didi or or knowing about him, what have you met him? Do you you know? Have I have yet to meet him, but he I'll speaks seven him. languages. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive, right? That's pretty impressive. Uh, just just seeing him play, man, I can see that he's very athletic at his position, and and that's one thing that I always gravitate towards is like really athletic infielders because I like to see. You know, how, you were a how, shortstop. Yeah, how well they move, how agile they are, how high they can jump. You know what I mean? And right off his jump, I can see that like he's very athletic. He fills his position really well. And he's, who he's has the worst hops as a uh, infielder? <laughs> <laughs> that like when you're out there, you're going, that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you have to throw th- yeah, throw I, someone out. Oh man, I can't throw anybody on the. Come on, bus, I can't throw anybody on the bus. It's a wonderful podcast. The best, the best hops. Uh, I probably sing and the best athlete that I think uh, is the best on our team besides myself is uh, Scott Kingery. Kingery is a really he can he, he can, can get up he can get up man. Uh, I think it's like a really close run with him and JT. And they both are very athletic. JT can really run. He can really run, and you could tell that JT was a football player as well. I was gonna say, have you ever looked up JT's uh, numbers yeah, never, in high school I'm, football? I'm, I'm never. <laughs> Like, cause I like look. You you have a a scholarship offer to to play quarterback at, at Florida State. I mean, this dude has a, like a scholarship for everything if you wanted. Yeah, he's pretty. He's a really good athlete, and you could definitely tell, man. You could definitely tell once you see him. You know, you just in his presence, it's it's a that's different right? type. It's a different type of presence, right? See, okay, that that when you say that, that's why I think a catcher it becomes a manager, and people like that's my perspective. Because yeah. I look at a catcher that holds himself. And in that leadership role, everyone's looking upon him. Yeah. That's why, For because sure. they're they're a leader. For sure, JT's different, right? I mean, like, and what what's been your favorite thing? I guess you could say. I like how he goes about his business, man. His uh, the way he carries himself. He carries himself like a professional. He plays like a professional, and he's one of the most consistent catchers I've ever seen. Hundred, wait, wait, I take that back. He had he had almost two thousand yards passing, 20, 20 TDs his senior year. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it, he rushed for uh, fourteen hundred yards, same year, twenty five touchdowns. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like you said, man, it's like, it's like some players, man, you can just feel the presence without them even saying anything. And you got and he's one of those players. Isn't yeah. it weird though? Like between catcher, left field, right field, you have those guys. Yeah, and you're like, you're you. It's not surrounded by greatness because like greatness gets thrown out too much, but like yeah. you're surrounded by studs. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. you like you, you feel that. I I, I want to ask you because people here in Philadelphia love you. Yeah, they get frustrated because they want it for play. you. They yeah, want for sure. yeah, they want 
What, what's your favorite thing about playing the outfield here? Not not about the actual playing, but like the fans in, in center. You hear that love here. Oh, you definitely hear the love. You hear the love when you're doing something good. You hear it when you do when when stuff not going your way, and I appreciate all of it. I I I, I appreciate the passion. I love passionate passionate people. If you're gonna do something, be passionate about it. And whether that's watching a baseball game at the field or at home, you know what I mean. Be passionate about it. If you're gonna be a Philly fan, be passionate about it. And I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the city for that. I I love this place when I was a, a visitor early in my career, and then playing here it was amazing. Then you you bring up like they'll let you know when you. Dude, I, I made a play, bases loaded uh, against the Reds, diving to my left, come up firing, get the get the force out at home. Mm-hmm. Sick. Place was going nuts, standing no, all that. Seventh inning, tried to barehand a ball coming in on a air clank. Place erupted in <laughs> booze. It was like in one game I had that was like, and I kind of like, I, I didn't get mad afterwards. I was like, Awesome. <laughs> for sure man you take it you take it all in man and you appreciate it you and appreciate it and man. you can feel you like this year like especially like things started to change it is like yeah i've been i've been in this uh, this is my 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 ninth year going into the phillies organization and i think since i've been here we have had a losing record man uh in the in the major leagues and um just coming up and s- starting to feel like the different changes that we're making and it's it's a it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling for sure. What's your favorite thing about going down spring train? What like your first thought that you're like, oh, I can't wait. It's just like breathing in the fresh air of baseball, man. You know, you just walk in the clubhouse, and it's just being in the presence of of a baseball field, man. It's just been there and just being there, man. And you I'm, miss your teammates, I, like you, you do. You, you do miss. You miss. You miss. You miss the um uh, this, this experience, the battles that you have. What it's like. It's all fun, man. Like and like after like a month or two of off season, just like man, let's let's go ahead, let's go, let's go, let's w- go for it. Worst part of spring, worst part of spring is probably the back end for sure. Just wanted to get the season started. Yeah. So you know, like my I, I had so many worse because I was like the worst spring training player ever. Yeah. It was <laughs> like once I got later in my career, it started to be like I want it to be seasoned right now. Yeah. Uh, initially, like I was always in great shape, never had a problem running, doing all that stuff. The the stupid run conditioning test that they used to put us through, and that's how you got hurt, right? Yeah. Was the three hundred yard shuttle? No, no, no. Or, I got I got hurt in the off season. Oh, you got hurt in the off season. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. With the Achilles. Yeah, with the Achilles. Was it? It was the off season. That's right. Okay. the The last part was the fact that we wake up so early for spring, and then boom, like that. Oh, we're playing night games now. It's the season. <laughs> it is. It's like, can it we get at like a midpoint and go, okay, we're going to progress. Like today is not going to be just a, a one o'clock game. It's going to be a four o'clock game. Yeah, for sure. And then we're going to move to seven o'clock. Like let's, let's ease that in. That's that, that, yeah. that screwed up the sleep schedule. Yeah, that is man. The one o'clock games are, are diverse, right? All right. So you ready for this? Let's do it. Okay. So this is waffle or not here on pine tar for breakfast at Kevin Franzen. What is your uh, social media? Uh, Rome. Rome underscore Quinn. Yeah. 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 Rome. Yeah. Okay. So go on there and get everything. Yeah. Yeah. But we play waffle or not on here. Okay. Waffle or not. Explain. I don't know. You sit back uh-huh. and I'm going to ask you. <laughs> okay. So it, look, you have at bats here. Uh-huh. And with that comes stats. Okay. So I want to know do you waffle a pitcher or not? You good? Yeah. Yeah. You, you think you can get all these? Oh, it's fun to hear because people like, I, I, I do it to everyone and, and everyone's like, Oh, that guy owned me. I'm like, dude, you just you raked against that guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna start as I'm gonna start out easy. Let's do it. Steven Matz. He owns me for sure. 
So you're going to say not? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he owns you. He yeah, does. He owns me. He owns me for sure. Jose Urania. Mm, not sure. He owns you. Yeah, he owns me too. Yeah, you're one for, you're one for eight <laughs> against him. <laughs> Steven Strasburg. I own him. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> Two for six with a triple. Yeah. Man, that that when you don't have that many at bats in the league, yeah. that's Wafflage. Yeah. Yvonne Nova. This is my first time facing this year, so I would say <laughs> three for five with a freaking Homer. Are you kidding me? That's waffling someone. Julio Tehran. Uh this this is a good one. Because uh, I remember when I first got called up to the league, I had like three hits off of him <clears throat> in one game. Then I faced him like two years later, and I think he, he got me. So I'm going to say I'm gonna say not. You're three for four with a double. Yeah. You have an 1,800 OPS against him. That's Wafflage. <laughs> and, now, and now he's in Anaheim. <laughs> That's like, good. That's, cool. <laughs> That's good for him because he gets, a, he gets away from Bryce. He gets away from you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bryce, what's the, what's the Bryce numbers on? Oh, he didn't like. Crazy. Yeah, no, <laughs> he had my career numbers against him. Like, <laughs> he had like fifteen homers. Like his 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 weren't they weren't right. Yeah, he did, bro. He did. <laughs> what about Garrett Cole? Uh, I think I only faced him like twice. So and what'd you do? I got a hit off of him. My first hit came off of him. What'd you do? So waffling. That's you up. doubled and you walked. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a thousand with a three thousand <laughs> OPS. That's when he was at the Pirates. He went to the Astros and yeah, everything. All right. <laughs> what about what about Wheeler? Wheeler? Yeah. Oh, he owns me. Yeah. Oh, for two, two punches. Yeah. What are you thinking? Oh, he's nasty, man. He's, he is. He's got a really good fastball. I faced him once before. What you do? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he threw that fastball like. That was like 14 was the year when I faced him and like the thing just started to take off upstairs and like people were starting to, you know, pitch a lot more up there. Yeah, that's a tough pitch, man. That was different. Like they weren't even close. I was swinging at him. Yeah, he got a lot of spin rate on this ball. Man. Right? And it, it, it's crazy to think that a guy like that, you know, and, and people crush him, it's like the guy like that gets paid like that. Well, because we still haven't seen anything. No, for sure. You guys have because you guys have faced him. You guys have seen him in the division. Now sure. he's here and you're like, oh, for man. Sure. Uh, change of scenery, man. Change of scenery. I think uh, I think he's a really – he's a dominant pitcher, man. He's a tough guy to face. Well, I'm going to let you know right now. That was a damn good episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. Appreciate you, bro. Roman. Appreciate you. You're the man. You're the man. Stay healthy. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.